It is my honor to welcome you to this special Season 2 debut episode. I'm Rich Harrison, Val's husband and occasional host of the Practically Speaking Mom podcast. Val's got new vision, new adventures, new grace, new encouragement. It all begins today. And listen later in this episode for a new type of segment that Val is introducing this year. We hope you'll love the inspiration from it. If you're an intentional mom who wants to build a strong family, then you are right where you need to be. You're listening to the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. Each week, we encourage and equip moms for this worthy journey of motherhood. I'm Val Harrison, mom to seven and wife to rich for 28 years. We have three married children, two college students, a high schooler, a sixth grader, and two adorable grandsons. That all means the Lord definitely gets an earful of prayers every day from this mama regarding Team Harrison. It also means on this podcast, we talk about all ages and stages of motherhood. Mom, can I walk your journey with you a little each week? I'm going to share practical solutions, encouragement, and sometimes I'm going to tell you the hard things to motivate you to change, but it's all because I want victory for your family. Let's get started with more intentional right now. This is Emma, and I'm sharing a couple of the listener reviews from this week. Krista says, I like the inspiration I get from the podcast. Sometimes it is most comforting to know that there are other mamas out there on this journey too. Sarah says, I really liked the music and songs written by your husband and daughter. So gifted. Thank you, Intentional Moms, for your reviews. It's an encouragement to us to know that you are listening to our podcast and leaving us feedback. Happy Year 2 Season 2 to you, Mom, and to all the Intentional Moms who listen. Abby and Emma, awesome job last week on the bloopers episode. That was super fun, even if it was at my expense. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) You guys did a really good job. I... Dad and I listened to it several times, and we thought you guys were hilarious, but a little bit mean that you would make fun of your mom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you did exactly what <laughs> you did exactly what it would take to make a good bloopers episode. So thank you. Now I have you on here for a special reason. We're gonna tell the moms about this app that my friend Gwen told me about. It's called Operation World. And I've been familiar with this organization for a lot of years because they have informed Christians on different countries and how to pray for those countries. You gave me something cool for my birthday last week. Thank you. It's a vintage map. And then you got these little pins for us to mark all of the countries where we have listeners on the podcast. And so right now we have listeners from 53 countries. So a shout out to all of you international listeners, all of you moms and your families. We're praying for all of you. Today, I'm going to mention the top seven countries, U.S., Canada, Australia, South Africa, Ireland, Hungary, and the United Kingdom. And we're going to talk for a minute about Ireland. Abby has the app opened up, the Operation World app. So tell us a bit about the app and what we discussed about Ireland. In the app, when you search a country, there are three segments that come up. It says prayer, stats, and more. 
Under prayer is a brief religious history of the country and how you can pray for that country. And then there's some cool statistics under the stats folder. For example, it was really interesting, some things we found out about the language in Ireland. Tell us about it. Well, the official languages are Irish and English, and only 4% of the population speaks Irish as their native tongue, and 40% of the Irish population can speak Irish. So there's 60% that can't speak Irish. Which I didn't even know that Irish was a language. I thought it was just English with an Irish accent. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, now I know. So it talks about the largest religi- religious group, the percent evangelicals and the urban population, and the population in general. It's got it's just got a lot of cool statistics. And there's maps that are on there as well. So anyway, Operation World is a cool organization. And now you know about a free app that you might like to use. And just want all of our international moms to know that we do pray for you. And we are looking forward to using this app for our family now. Oh, it also says how many people are praying for that country right now. So how many does it say are praying for Ireland right now? Um, Over 650. That's awesome. Thanks, Abby. If you want to comment, anybody from Ireland, if you want to comment on the podcast, say hi to Abby. (laughs) That's awesome. Happy season two, Mom. I've really been praying and wrestling for weeks about the main message for you, intentional moms, as we begin year two, season two together on this worthy journey of motherhood. Here we all are so alike in many ways. We're all imperfect, doing our best. We're multitasking moms who who can't get everything done. And we're okay with that because we know that the Lord God who designed our families has our back. In Deuteronomy 31.6, it says, Do not be terrified or afraid, for the Lord your God is with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. And he says it again, God says it again in verse 8, The Lord is the one who will go before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Now, I needed to record this episode weeks ago, but I am committed to God leading me to the messages he wants me to give you. And he just kept telling me, keep praying. It's not time for the message yet. So I've spent extra weeks praying, and finally today, in the final hour, he has given me this word for you and for me. Mom, the struggles you go through have purpose. Now, when my kids are in high school, I like to have them take dual credit classes. That's classes from a college that count toward college credit and high school credit at the same time. I like for the kids to learn some of the hard lessons now so that when they head off to college, they aren't having as much struggle from all the new experiences all at once. They're not inundated with so much new. I can remember the first semester of dual credit classes for one of my daughters. She was a strong student academically, but she still had some learning curves that would come from experiencing college professors and college classes and how they differ in expectations and approach from classes in the past. Some lessons she learned were really tough, like when she turned in the wrong assignment. She had two documents 
on her computer that were titled almost the same. It was really the same assignment. She started it barely once, came back to it later, started it, completed it, did a stellar job. I felt it was a good, solid work she did, titled it almost the same as the first document, and then turned in the wrong one. Well, as you can imagine, a few days later, she was staring at a big fat F. It was tough. Each roadblock and detour in our life or in our kids' lives equips us to be more prepared next time, to perform with more precision, to have better aim, or it teaches us to, you know, the phrase, measure twice, cut once. As long as the hardships bring endurance and endurance leads to new strength, then there was purpose in the pain. Now, I've had some pretty painful hardships in my life. Some of them I have shared with all of you, not all of them, and maybe someday I will. Even the most painful times in my life eventually has shown me that there can be purpose in pain. Now, that is not to say God caused my hardships, but that he brought purpose and he brought good in the face of those. Now, I am not the mom I used to be, the wife I used to be, the Christian I used to be before the hardships. They shaped me. They've made me appreciate the good days. They have helped me see the rainbow in the rain. They've brought me closer to God and to those who I've bonded with during the troubles. And one of the most valuable purposes of all to me from my difficulties is how it has impacted my influence in my child's heart. I can speak to my kids with hope in the midst of their difficulty because I have experienced God's faithfulness. I can speak to them with peace in the middle of my pain because I've experienced God's faithfulness and his goodness. And I can speak with conviction in the midst of temptation because I've lived on both sides of the experiences. The hardship had purpose. And that's what I want to tell you today. My precious, precious mom friends, you may feel hard pressed on every side, as Paul did in 2 Corinthians 4, 8, and 9, when he said, we are hard pressed on every side, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. That was Paul's victory song. Well, intentional mom friend, allow God to write your victory song so that you can share it with your children as they go through difficult times. And as they are crushed or perplexed or struck down, mama, without hardship, you will not be able to sing your victory song to your children. This past weekend, I put on a Michigan t-shirt and I sat down to watch the Michigan game with my husband and one of our sons because it's valuable to them. I cheered when their guy recovered a fumble and brought it in for a touchdown. And I lamented with them when their guy tripped over his feet, missing out on what would have otherwise been a clear path to another six points. And I watched the victory dances at the end of the biggest moments in the game. Now, their victory dances, to me, seem kind of silly, but we see victory dances or victory songs throughout Scripture. They are these times where people sing their victory song about a time of hardship, after a time of hardship. 
They are these times where people in scripture sing their victory song of God's salvation through the situation. The Israelites sing a victory song after going through the Red Sea. Moses sing a victory song at the end of his life. And Mary, the mother of Jesus, she sang a victory song after she found that she was expecting a child she had not planned on in a day and age where that meant many terrifying realities. I could tell you of more victory songs in scripture, but mom, friend, I want to tell you, as hardships come, lean into the Lord, hold fast to him, choose his ways over yours, take his wisdom as the only truth in a world where truth is almost impossible to decipher. Cling to his promises when things seem impossible. As you do this, he will carry you through storms, and on the other side, you will be able to sing your victory song. And do you know who will have been watching you through the storm, observing whether you, through your tears, continued to hope in the Lord? It is your children watching you at the end of the storm. They will know that mama's victory song is real, that it is true because they watched it happen. Let God write your victory song. Our victory dance or our victory song is our call to strength for our family. It is our deep conviction that what our kids are going through does not have to break them because God will be with them as he has been with us. You'll sing that from your belly because you will know it is true because your pain had purpose. Now, difficulty gives an opportunity to become the mom our kids need most. You you know what kind of mom our kids need most? They need one who depends on God, a mom who is not thrown off by hardships because we know it will exercise our endurance and our endurance will grow our faith. Our goal must not be to make life easier for our kids or easier for us. We need to need him. We were created to depend on him for everything. We need some grace. We need some motivation. We need some hope. We need some financial intervention. We need some energy. We need some guidance. We need to know that even though we are the mistaking parent, he is the merciful father. He is truth. He is strength. He is comfort. He is the light for our path. He is the standard and thankfully also the Redeemer at the same time so that we can sit with the Redeemer, unworthy, imperfect, broken as we may be. We have been redeemed and we can sit with him. I come on this podcast every week to tell you, mom, keep going. You can do this. I know it feels overwhelming and it feels costly and it feels exhausting. I've been where you are, and I'm still there plenty of days. I I feel like I don't have what it takes plenty of times. You can take steps in being more intentional because it is worth it for your child's sake. It's worth it for your family's sake. It's worth it for your sake. You will feel the most alive, the most content, the most at peace when you are remaining connected to the Heavenly Father, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter what you feel like doing, doing what you know He is calling you to. 
We may not feel happiness at every moment, but we can feel a deep peace that surpasses human understanding when we put our trust in our perfect Heavenly Father. Now, every one of us had imperfect earthly fathers, but every one of us can put our trust in a perfect Creator God and let Him be our Dad. So, intentional moms, that's my admonishment for you today. It's my encouragement and my challenge for you that you don't have to have boundless energy or all the answers, nor do you need 20 hands to accomplish the 20 tasks that are pressing in on you right now. You need to remain in Christ. When we do that, He is faithful to provide our resources, sometimes just in the nick of time, but they will come and it will be our victory song. So are you ready, my friend? How about you join me in year two, season two of the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, and we'll write our victory songs together one week at a time. It's time for a segment we call In the Family Room with Val. This is a place for practical insight to impact the hearts and souls of your family. I have been so thankful this month because I've gotten to get back to what I love doing so much, and that is ministering to moms in person. Of course, with COVID, that has stopped for many months, and it still had to look differently than normal, but I was thankful that it was back. And so I got to speak to four moms groups this month, and I wanted to share with you all some ideas from one mom group. There was a Q&A session afterwards, and I answered a question, but then I wanted to hear the other mom's answers as well from around the room. So the question was, how do you make dinner time enjoyable as a family? And what great answers everyone had, and I want to share those. One mom said that she made a spinner that they spin one time at each meal, and whatever it lands on, that's what they talk about. Super fun. Then another mom said that she likes to use it kind of as a science discussion creativity time. So she'll come to the table with one question like, I wonder what would happen if we had no gravity? What would it be like? Then another mom said that she is focusing on discussion about helping her twin eight-year-olds is what she had. So twin eight-year-olds learn to give words to their emotions and thoughts that are going on in their heart. And what an awesome, intentional way to spend dinner time. That's fabulous. And then another mom said that they like to go around and each one answer, how did you see God at work today? What God moment did you have? Where did you see goodness? Where did you see beauty? That's awesome. I love it. I love turning our child's perspective to God is at work in my life all around, and I I, I want to join him in his work. So I love that. Another mom says they like to play the game, would you rather, such as would you rather climb a mountain that's really cold with snow on it, or would you rather bungee jump? Another mom said that they go around and they share with dad something that they enjoyed from their school day. They are, they are a homeschool family. So there you go, moms. There are some new dinnertime activities or conversations. Love it. For more from The Family Room with Val, visit her website, practicallyspeakingmom.com, where you can see Val's insights for all the six rooms of your intentional home. And be sure to listen next week when Val answers a mom's question, 
about getting children to pay attention to our words and be obedient. So these little bitty steps along the way help develop some great communication skills that will be beneficial to them in their life ongoing throughout their life, but it also helps increase the value of your message when you do these early steps. Okay, once they're they're in the habit of those things, now you're ready to actually teach them to do some obedient things. And I would encourage you start with little things first. She'll have a whole sequence of practical steps that moms can take with their kids to help them give attention to and really to value their mom's words. Join Val next Monday for that. I'm praying for you, Mom. No matter what season of motherhood you're in, God has a purpose for your steps, and He's walking right beside you. When you weep, He weeps with you. And when you're anxious, He wants to be your comfort and your peace. And then... When your journey begins to reveal the redemption and victory that he was working on for you all along, God is going to be rejoicing with you on that day too. It's been an honor to spend time with you today. If this podcast has been a blessing, share it with a friend, leave a review, and head over to practicallyspeakingmom.com to subscribe to my weekly email that contains that week's podcast episode, blog post, and show notes. Join me on Instagram at Practically Speaking Mom and in my Facebook group, Intentional Mom Strong Family. See you next week.